How Are You is a new podcast brought to you by Pedestrian and Kids Helpline, talking all things youth mental health. Kids Helpline is Australia's only free, confidential, 24-7 online and phone counselling service for children and young people up to 25. Hello and welcome to episode four of How Are You? I'm Marty Smiley, your host for Pedestrian's newest podcast and video series about all things youth mental health. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about loneliness. Why? Well, it's actually become a bit of a silent killer here in Australia, even though we're living in the most connected society ever. For some reason, we feel more alone than ever. Is it because followers don't equal friends? That a text message doesn't beat a phone call? We're going to find out. Before we crack into our interviews, we did what we always do. Stop some pedestrians and ask them, how often do you feel lonely? Every day? <laughs> yeah. I would say not very often. I think I'm quite lucky. I have quite a good like group of friends. Not very often. Uh, I, I kind of feel like that I'm surrounded by people so much and I'm a very social person that I actually enjoy the the time that I have by myself. I just moved out and I live by myself, so I am finding myself uh, alone more often, but I don't feel lonely, no. Sometimes, yeah. There's times where I have been alone and I felt like no one's listening or no one cares what I'm going through. Quite a bit because in the rat race of life, you wake up and you go to work and I mean, I used to be a freelancer, so I felt a lot more lonely back then. But since I've moved into um, a new office and there's an incredible crew around me, I'm super lucky that I don't feel lonely majority of the day. How long do you spend on social media? So I actually deleted Facebook a few years ago because um, uh, it was bugging me. And it was like, uh, people were contacting me that I didn't want to talk to anymore. So I was like, Instead of making this awkward, I'm just going to take myself off it. So that helped a lot. But I still think I spend like an hour, maybe two hours on Instagram, like just looking at things. So, yeah. A lot of time. <laughs> yeah. I'm always messaging my friends and, um, yeah, asking to see where they are, when are we going to hang out, that kind of thing. What's the go, you know, um, scrolling through Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, all of them. <laughs> Um, for me personally, I'm not on social media at the moment. Probably too long. I think my Apple report was uh, four hours a day. So it's pretty, pretty intense, right? I, think, I, I feel like it's more of a tool rather than me trying to be social. Do you ever use your phone to make you feel more connected? Yeah, I think texting, definitely. I'd say things like Instagram and like Facebook feed, much less so because it's... I, if anything, I feel less connected when I'm on that. Um, but yeah, definitely like Facebook Messenger and like calling people, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Usually using Facebook or Instagram and, you know, I've got a good support network. I'd talk to my friends on like WhatsApp or Instagram. So that's probably a way to counteract that. Okay, now it is time for the check-in. Did it make sense to tackle the topic of loneliness? by myself, but did it also make a really boring podcast? So I'm really excited to introduce my guest for today. His name is Louis Hansen. He's a dear friend who, in the last year since he moved cities, he's spent actually a lot of time alone. 
which is why I'm really keen to chat to him. Welcome, Louis. Hi, hi Marty. How are you? I'm doing really well. Um, you're wearing a jumpsuit, so you look a lot like a flamboyant pilot. We are flying through this conversation about loneliness. I thought this was like a young person specific topic. You know, loneliness is, you know, one of the the biggest things affecting uh, not just young people though, just people. Mm. Um, We're finding that despite the fact that we're more connected than ever before, that's still, for some reason, uh, we're disconnected from, from other human beings. When you were... Like, when you were growing up, did you have much experience with loneliness? What kind of kid were you when you were growing up? Multifaceted, <laughs> layered, like an onion. How much time do you have, Marty? Um, I prefer to hide away behind a computer mm. and talk to people um, digitally instead of socially. And I think why that was related... That? I think I had a lot of social anxiety. There's a lot of reasons why someone can be anxious. For me... I think I had this kind of repressed um, issue or uh, internal dialogue with my sexuality yep. that I wasn't ready to confront yet, especially at such a young age. And when, when did you confront that? When I was 19. 19? Okay. 19. So you're going through high school yeah. wrestling with it. Yeah. And so it's, it's a big source of anxiety for me. Um, so... I guess from my perspective, I'm like, how can I control a social situation the best that I can? I'm like, social media. It, it helped me a lot in order to kind of um, find answers and face things within myself. What answers did you find? Um, well, I discovered that I was a homosexual. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tick. Tick. Um, I mean, what, what sites are you using to find that out? <laughs> no, I, 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 did, I just lived on Google um, and I would always go through Google News um, and literally just like keywords I would write like gay or coming out it was always coming out I, I'd read a lot of people's coming out stories and a lot of them were letters mm. and so then I was like oh my god I, I have to write a letter and that's kind of how it all started I would just kind of start um, I'd open up a word doc at like 2-3am every night this is like throughout year 12 and then just kind of like add certain sentences in here or there because I was too scared to say anything in person um and so I just wrote, I ended up just writing this letter and it was like, like 2000 words long or something. And, um, I just left it there for, for, for a moment. And then after I left you 12, I, it was very, very cliche. I took one of my friends down to the beach and I'd like printed out the letter <laughs> and I literally just handed it to her. And she read it. And then I literally took it from her. I can't believe I did this. I like took it from her. And then I like put it in the ocean. (laughs) 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 And it disintegrated. And it was this moment. I was like, the camera should have been there. Because, you know, I was playing it up. Anyway, so it was definitely, um, it was through online means that I kind of came to terms with the fact that. um, It gave you the confidence to kind of actually say that. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the pitfalls? What's the other side of that? And what have you noticed in the way that 
online can actually distance yourself from who you are. I read something recently and this person was saying that because we spend so much time and effort curating these online profiles, it, bec- it can become a source of anxiety um, when we realize that we can't maybe live up to that curation in real life. Um, so I feel like that's an interesting pitfall. In you, you've, have you you've felt that you haven't been able to li- live up to your profile? Not necessarily. I think there's maybe, like sometimes I like to joke around and I like to be a funny guy. Um, and when people meet me in real life, sometimes I feel like I have to not perform to that, but show that side of my personality, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you feel like that sometimes? Yes. Yeah. I think because you have, you're a different person in different places, right? Yeah. You know, I'm different. I'm a different person with my family as I might be with my friends, mm. that I might be with my work colleagues. And then again, also who I present myself as online. Sure. So you're managing your, your identity constantly, right? 100%. Uh, sometimes you can lose sight of like, wait, which one am I? And mm. which one feels the most natural or authentic or real? Mm. And when there's that gap, I think you definitely feel that sense of like, lost, you're lost. When you first, I think I, you came up about a year and a bit ago, mm-hmm to Sydney, which is where we're recording this podcast from. What was it like kind of starting in a new city and trying to make new friends? I hated it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. Yeah. I I came up to Sydney and I knew I knew one person yeah. that I didn't really have much of a plan. I moved into an apartment by myself and it was definitely one of the loneliest times of my life. And that's also when I found myself kind of diving into social media the most. I feel like when I was so lonely, I would kind of seek gratification or even just some kind of emotional response through the phone. It's definitely, it's interesting because whilst having the phone there can, I guess, temporarily alleviate that, that loneliness, if there's no real still face-to-face contact, I feel like it's just a bit of a temporary band-aid. I mean, the, the more we focus on our screens, the less we interact with people face-to-face. And it's hard. I guess, like, especially if you have doubts or, or worries or you just really want to unload on someone when you're in that mood... If you can't unload on someone or if you can't discuss with someone face-to-face, does it really feel like you've gotten something off your chest? I don't know. Do you feel like that? I kind of feel like if I talk to someone through a screen, it's just not as satisfying than as if like you sat down with a friend and had a cup of coffee and were able to kind of get a lot off your chest, you know? It's hard when when you experience some kind of change. You want to make new friends, but that initial time is even harder in itself. How did you do that? 
I, I was fortunate in the fact that I found, started to find some work here or there. I, I met more people and I found that I was busier. And also I kind of had to just take a step back and realise, you know, how much weight or merit or importance am I placing on social media? Um, how is it benefiting my life? How, how is it distracting me or destructing me? And so I kind of had to check myself a bit. Well, you seem like you're in a good place at the moment. Yes. So if you could leave us with, I guess, how do you think you've been able to come out of that place that you're in uh, and find yourself in a more connected kind of healthy, you know, state of mind? I would just call people. <laughs> and it sounds it sounds so simple, but it, it it's powerful. I think if you remember who really has your back and who supports you and who love you unconditionally, um, don't lose sight of that. Um, so maintain your friendships and relationships. Yeah. Quality, not quantity. So not your thousands of followers. Your tens of friends. Yeah. The ones you can count on your hand. On your one hand. <laughs> and and call them and give them love. Well, thank you for coming to meet me today. Marty, Catch it's up. been a pleasure. How Are You is brought to you by Kids Helpline. Australia's only free, confidential, 24-7 online and phone counselling service for young people. Now it is time for On The Line with our Kids Helpline expert, Josie. How hey, you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you going? I'm doing good. We're talking about loneliness this episode. Is that something that you hear come up a lot in your calls? It's meant to be this silent killer. Is that overboard? I've heard that bef- before. Is that mainly referring to the elderly uh, because they're in nursing homes and they, they, they feel that sense? Is this something that concerns young people as well? It is. And it's really interesting is that often um, when we're taking calls or talking over the web, for Kids Helpline is we won't hear the word lonely, sure. but we will hear about people feeling disconnected, people feeling rejected, people not feeling good enough, people not feeling like their friends, you know, are reaching out to them. And maybe all that lines hard, up for loneliness, right? Maybe that's a hard thing to admit. I think so. And I think we put, socially, we put a lot of value on the idea of loneliness and it, it equates to you're not good or people don't care. Um, so we more think about how other people will view us if we identify that we're lonely. Do you think there were factors we didn't talk about that make it worse? I don't think there's things that that haven't been covered. I think what we're hearing a lot of, and which is good because it means that most people are in agreement, but it's the idea that we're surrounded but we're not connected. Um, and I think we heard a lot of that perspective is that there's no reason why we're more you know, connected than ever. But does that actually mean that those meaningful relationships are there? I don't think so. What I mean, what's the actual consequence of loneliness? I guess it on our health. Yeah. I mean, health wise, it can be it can be dangerous. It can be really full on. You know, it can bring these ideas, you know, if you feel socially judged or socially rejected or not socially connected, it can kind of spiral to not f- not having great self-esteem, um, to not being particularly mentally healthy, to putting a lot of judgment and a lot of, you know, um, placing a lot of unrealistic expectations on yourself. You know, we heard from the people we spoke to on the street that some people like being alone. Mm-hmm. Is there a difference? 
There is. There's a massive difference between being alone and being lonely. And being alone often is really healthy for us. We can recharge. We can get some clarity. We can get some insight. We can take time for ourselves and figure out what is going on, particularly when we talk about the idea that we're surrounded at all times, which can actually sound like a little imposing. So being alone and taking that time is something that's really healthy to do and really valuable to do. But when it starts to tip into lonely territory um, is maybe when you start to notice those unhealthy thinking patterns or those judgments setting in or finding that you're not feeling satisfied or you're not feeling connected to other people, then that might be sort of that tipping point where things cross over. Uh, Can you think of any calls, you know, that have come up where you've been taken aback by or it's really hit home that this is an issue Australia needs to pay more attention to? Yeah, I think, you know, in in counselling, you know, there's there's this idea about year 13 um, and it's this idea that once you graduate from high school, you're kind of left in this flux, right? And all of a sudden you lose the structures that were around you. You know, your day was really structured, your social life was really structured um, and there was a real rhythm to how your life worked, right? And a lot of people experience a real shift when they reach year 13, the first year out of school. Um, And often that's when we'll start to hear themes of loneliness or feelings of disconnection, not feeling good enough, feeling like friends are leaving. I think that'll resonate with a lot of people uh, because we can all kind of relate to moving out of either home or moving cities, starting a new job, having a new friendship group. Mm -hmm. What do you, how do you survive that period? How do you mm. get through that and actually involve yourself or keep yourself connected to a group of people? Yeah, and it's, I think it's again about having that critical, critical brain switched on, right? And in thinking about what's important to me, what's important for my social life, what's important for me to feel connected to the people that I care about. Some people, that's going to be, you know, needing to call home once a week or it's going to be needing to book in a three-month catch-up to go back home, you know, if you've moved cities or something like that. And I think it's also about being a bit critical when it comes to moving into a new place and getting to know other people because social media is in in and of itself media. So we're being marketed people like a commodity. So being really mindful about when you're getting to know people in, again, thinking what's important to me and am I fact-checking? Am I getting the real story for who this person is? Um, And then thinking about, you know, how that lines up for you and how you're going to get a meaningful connection from that as well. Well, once again, thank you so much for joining us, Josie, from Kids Helpline. Now, if you felt like you wanted to know any more about the topics we covered on today's show, you can head to kidshelpline.com.au or for any time, any reason, Contact them, 1-800-55-1800. You can also get them on web chat. Tune in next time because we are going to be covering a topic that, let's just say, is deeply, deeply personal. We're talking about identity. See ya. If you do want to hear about all the other podcasts that Pedestrian is doing to have the Pedestrian Podcast network you can get it you got to subscribe to it on itunes youtube and spotify or where all other podcasts 